Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church. Well, we have a bit of a treat today, so I'll explain what that treat is, but Michael and Chrissy, why don't you guys come on up, and while they're coming, if you do not recognize these guys, these are some of the missionaries that we support, and they're actually going to give us just a little bit of a uh, kind of, just let us know what's been going on, and what are you guys up to, and what God's been doing, um, please, we want to hear it. Thank you, Sam. Um, I'm Michael, and this is Chrissy, like you said, and we have been living in Guatemala for eight years, and... If you guys would just look at your arms real quickly, just, just hold up an arm and look at it. You guys have really long arms. Now, it may not look like it, but um, Life West Church is reaching out from here in um, this part of West Michigan all the way down to Guatemala and helping us reach out to people. So we wanted to just give you a quick report on, on what some of the things that you guys are part of that we get to be doing down in Guatemala. So like I said, we've been there for eight years serving in the mountains of Guatemala. We live um, up in the high mountains, so people think, oh, it's tropical and all that. Well, where we're at, it's cold. Um, <laughs> Not compared to you guys, but compared to us, it's cold. Um, we have five kids, and they're in the back there. If you see some little kids running around speaking Spanish, those are probably ours. Um, we minister through an organization there that has a Bible training center and a medical clinic. We also um, have been reaching out to kids in our neighborhood. That um, we, started, we put up some swings in our yard, and kids started showing up saying, hey, can we play in your park? Um, down there, parks are, are usually a cement pad, and so they saw swings and decided, well, that must be a park. And so they started coming, and so we decided, you know what, if God's going to send us kids, we're going to reach out to them. So we started um, a Bible study for them, and now we have a whole group of kids who come every Wednesday afternoon, and we are teaching them God's Word, we're doing activities with them, but with a purpose. Our desire is to disciple them and train them up to go back to their homes and um, live the life that God has for them, uh, full of God's Word, and to see the difference that, that makes in their life. And it's been so neat to see how as we've reached out to the kids, God has opened doors for us to reach out to the families. And so we've been able to reach out to families, and we get calls sometimes saying, hey, you know, dad got drunk and he fell and, and bashed his head open and our pastor won't come. Would you guys come and pray? Or different things like that. And God's opening up opportunities for us to reach out to them. Something I'm really excited. Sorry, just a second. I'll let you. Uh, <laughs> Something I'm really excited about is um, in uh, our community there, we're seeing Guatemalans rise up and say, you know what, um, we don't have to just settle for the way things are. And, and many times we hear of, of the immigrant um, groups that are coming up from Central America, of people who are leaving their communities and saying, it shouldn't be this way, so we're going to leave. Well, I'm seeing Guatemalans who are saying, it doesn't have to be this way, and we're going to bring about change in our communities. And we have a group of, um, next week on Saturday, is the first of six months of training to train Guatemalans to be missionaries in their own communities, to reach out to their neighbors, to pray for the sick, to see the sick healed, to see um, people in their communities come to Christ, and then go to the nations as well. We have a trip coming up in November and December for Cuba. I'm going to be going back to Cuba to um, help take the gospel with a group of Guatemalans there and another group going to uh, Nicaragua. So it's just really cool what you guys are part of. So I'm going to let Chrissy just share something real quick. Like Michael said, we've been living in Guatemala and uh, Chichicastenango almost eight years, in the country eight years, and so we've been able to build relationships, and I could tell you different sad stories. I'll just give you a few uh, quick examples. Uh, we have a neighbor lady who we've been able to build relationship with over the years, and uh, recently, about maybe four months ago, uh, we were talking to her, and she told us that she had been taking rat poisoning for about 11 days trying to kill herself. She's a single mom with three children, and she was very depressed and discouraged, 
And so after she uh, had been doing this for several days and found out that she wasn't dying from it, and uh, her, one of her little girls said to her mommy, if you die, I want to die too because I'm not going to have a mommy anymore. And so Michael and I were able to pray with her, encourage her. Um, also, she was breathing in a lot of smoke because her bed and the stove were right in the same room. And so we were able, uh, with the help of churches like you guys, uh, help uh, make her house a, a lot better. She has two separate rooms now, one for the kitchen, one for the bedroom. And she was having lung problems. And so through having this uh, stove that gets the smoke out of the house, Instead of just staying in the air, uh, she's able to hopefully breathe better. Um, and we were also able to build her a new stove that was more efficient. Um, so that's one example. Uh, another example was uh, a young lady who came to our house asking us to take her baby boy and to, for us to raise her child. She had been living with her parents. She was pregnant. Uh, and they didn't know she was pregnant the whole time she was living with them. Shortly before she had to give birth, she made, an, made up an excuse, uh, went to a friend's house or someone else's house, ended up giving birth. And so she had this, I believe he was like two months old at the time, this baby that her parents weren't even aware of. And so we were able to encourage her to go back to her house to tell her family what had happened. And so she ended up doing that. And last I talked to her, she was doing well. Her parents, her mom is very excited. I think her dad is too, to have a grandson. And so God was able to turn that situation around. Uh, one last example would be a young man who comes to our Bible study. Uh, his name is Selbin, and I believe he's 11 years old. Yeah, he is, because he had his birthday party at our house. So he's 11 years old. Well, his dad's been here in the United States uh, for maybe about 11 years, uh, maybe 10 and a half years. I don't know, but I think he was just a baby when he left Guatemala. And it's really sad because I look at children like him. He dresses well. I think he goes to a nice school. He has a nice house because his father will send him money from the United States uh, to Guatemala, but he doesn't have uh, a father in his life. And his mother told me that he's confused because why don't I have my daddy here with me? And so a lot of people will leave Guatemala and they'll be child. Uh, these children won't have fathers uh, because their fathers have come to the United States. And so Michael's able to be a father to many children who don't have fathers in their life uh, on a weekly basis through our weekly Bible study. So those are just a few examples of some sad stories about how we're able to bring the hope and light of Jesus uh, to the lives of many uh, where we're living. So thank you so much for your support and your prayers. Thank you guys very much. We really appreciate your part of it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So we knew that they were coming. And then like a week ago, some other people, some missionaries that we also support were like, hey, we're going to be in town. And they're here today. So Trent and Siobhan, why don't you guys come up here? And this is a little bit different. But we also support these guys. When it rains, it pours. So we're going to get... Um, please take a few minutes, let us know what you guys are doing, what, what is coming up, and what are you excited about that's about to happen? Yeah. Wow, we're, we're just blessed to be here. We just wanted to surprise Sam, but I think we were even surprised because what you guys need to know about Michael and Chrissy is, the, is we're, we're uh, what do we say, we're, um, we're, we're products of, of their, their ministry. <laughs> We went to Guatemala, we went to their Bible study, we went and served with their community, and it really just lit a fire in us to say, God, use us, you know, use us, how can we be used by you? So for the past three years, we, uh, we sold our house, we sold everything, we moved our family of seven, we have five boys, into an RV, and we started traveling the U.S. and just serving and just ministering the gospel in campgrounds, in churches, in homes, 
Uh, we started up a YouTube channel where we talk about our RV living and things like that, and, and God just opened up doors for us to be able to share the gospel in places that most people don't go, and so that's been phenomenal. In the past year and a half, we had been praying, God, we really want to be part of a missional community, and we want to, like Michael and Chrissy, we want to be in the place where we can inspire young people to, to serve again, to be missional again, and go into the nations. Like, what does that look like? And, and for our heartbeat for America, we wanted to start to see young people believe that they could go to the nations and serve too. And so the last year, we went and served at a YWAM base in Kona, Hawaii, which sent us to the Philippines. And we're about to jump into a new season where we're going to go back to that school, and we're going to be on staff helping teach and train a whole new wild generation of young revivalists who are going to the nations. For an example, we, we went to this school, and the school is exploding at the seams. Guys, I don't know if you realize, but, but the young generation right now, God is doing something. There is a revival happening, and if you aren't aware of it, you need to know that young people are looking to the nations again and saying, I'll go, I'll serve. As an example, we went to this school, which is exploding at the seams, and I think we were the largest YWAM school ever in the history at around uh, three, 350 students. Right now, as you sit, th that school doesn't start until September, and it's already at an attendance of about 600 young people who are saying, God, my heart is stirring for the nations. I want to go. Activate me. And so Siobhan and I are being... We've been asked and invited to go and help activate these young people, and we're really excited about it. I wanted Siobhan to share just a, a quick story about what we did in the Philippines and how, you know, part of the ministries that we're pioneering and starting new ministries. Um, yeah, you want to share a little bit about that? Well, I mean, he's talking about these young people, and we it was such a privilege to be part of, like, an organization that's sending out young 20-somethings, 18 to 20-somethings. And we were, t we were going with our group into um, some really difficult parts of the Philippines. It's not just your typical, like, one-week missions trip. We were going into graveyards where there were families, like, living in crypts, like families with six children living in a tiny, like, 10-foot 10, 10 by 10-foot crypt. And we're seeing these young people, like their eyes are opening, like, whoa, this really exists. There's people really living like this. And we were just able to minister the gospel and see people's lives changed. And, and we're seeing not only the, the locals' lives being changed just with, with the gospel of Jesus, but we're seeing these young people who really, some of them came to YWAM thinking they were going to travel. That was their heart and their intention. But they got a hold, or Jesus got a hold of them while they were there. And, and so, like, their lives were changed by missions because they're going and, and serving and seeing Jesus, like, not only change their lives, but are changing these families' lives. And so we're just so excited to be a part of that and to get to be part of raising up this next generation. We just got to thank you guys. You're amazing. You get to be a part of that. You get to be part of a ministry that is now planting new ministries and seeing new people send out. And that's so exciting. So thank you guys. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys very, very much. So appreciate you guys. We really, really do.
So those are just a couple of the missionaries, and so it is May, and if you do not know this, we love, love missions. It's just an absolute riot to get to be a part of that, and as a church, we have given just north of $40,000 now to missions. Um, so just a huge thank you. Thank you to you guys. Um, and we get to be a part of stuff like that. So Trent and Siobhan, he used the word there, staff, that they get to go be on staff. And he's right, they're going to go be on staff at uh, YWAM. But 100% of all the staff raise their own support. Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church.